Don't watch me, watch Nolzine TV. It's the best video ever and subscribe to it. Hey, it's Trina Lafargue and you're tuning in to Nolzine TV. Okay, they with the lovely Trina. <laughs> so, let's start it off. Tell everybody, like, where are you from? I'm from NOLA. <laughs> from New Orleans, Louisiana. East Beast, if you know it. Uh, east. Ooh. If you're from New Orleans, you know what I'm talking the about. East, huh? So, yeah, we be slumming it, but we coming up. Okay, don't hate on too fix much. it up. We working on it. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> okay, so being one actress. So you, so you told me actually before the interview that you've been acting for 12 years. Like... Yes. That sounds like a roller coaster. <laughs> it has been. I mean, it's just weird because I look back and I'm like, wow, I really spent 10 years just building up to where I am now. And I feel like I'm still just getting started. So it's just. It's like, how old are you now? 18? Ha! Ha! How kind. No, I'm 28 and I make 29 this year. So. Still got a baby face. I'm still playing teenagers. For real? Yeah. I see that a lot in Hollywood. Yeah, my last gig was actually for a 15-year-old on the Disney Channel. And how old were you when you did that? 28. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been a teenager for 12 years, yeah. So how was that experience? It was cool. It was weird because all the kids are like around my height, but they know I'm an adult. So it's like they're trying to play with me like I'm one of the kids. And I'm like, you know I'm grown, right? Like, <laughs> no, I'm grown. But they were really sweet. Like, the whole cast was really fun. We had a lot of fun. That sounds interesting. Like, the kid, like, you really, you really like my height. <laughs> you were one right. of us. <laughs> and I would, I would love to say I had more fun because it was kids. But I think, like, the kids are trying to, you know, hold themselves professionally and get it done, even between the joking. But when I'm on set with adults, we're all tired and loopy and delirious to where it's even more fun being people my own age you know and the so. kids just on so much so much candy and they so hype they are so funny they are <laughs> so sarcastic kids these days now i'm telling you i was like i'm trying to keep up <laughs> i felt like the oldie so like you know playing with child actor at a certain age like you know like, how did you first get your first um well like when did your like first big break come Hmm, what do you mean by big break? Because like I feel Forrest, like I'm still like, waiting on my big like break. Like Forrest, you know, it would, and like most actors, when they start out behind the scenes or just, you know, if they don't have big roles yet. Like, yeah. And so when was your first big role? I think I would, I would define my first big role as the five feet apart role. I played Maya in a feature film and it went to theaters and then there was a big red carpet event I was invited to. So of course I'm like, Red carpet, but that was the first role I had on a feature film where they showed my character throughout the film and not just like for one scene here or one line there. So, even when I didn't have lines in the film, you see my face, I was you know an important part of the cast. So, I felt like somebody, and then I made it to the red carpet, and I definitely felt like somebody after that. So, I think that would be my big break. I got to see Hollywood in that light walk the red carpet like you know a lot of well-known actors and then be seen throughout the film so big win so tell us i mean what was your most um like embracing on the moment on set like the moment i embraced the most or you mean like, like embarrassing like moment just i'm gonna say embarrassing i'm gonna start about that um 
It was the you most know, embarrassing that's a hard moment. One. I've been asked that before. That's a tough one. But I think the most <laughs> <laughs> I think the most embarrassing time I said I did I booked my first big commercial. It was for Toyota. And in the audition room, they were like, yeah, you're in the car, you're rocking out to music, and then a cop walks up to your window and you immediately like jump out of it. So in the audition, I'm like rocking out. I mean, I went all in. I'm shaking my head, whipping my hair, you know, and I was wearing extensions. So they love the hair for some reason. So when I got to the, the actual booking where we're gonna film on set, they see me and they're like, oh, you cut your hair. I'm like, no. They were like, I was like, why? why? They were like, we're using your hair in the scene. We're gonna fluff it up like it got really messed up in the car, but you cut it. I was like, I'm not, I didn't cut it. It's right here. So I'm holding up this bag with extensions. Like it's right here. You just gotta clip them in. And they didn't know what to do. They were so lost. They were like, oh uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna talk to the director. And they ran out, so I'm sitting in a trailer like, you just clip it in. <laughs> it's simple. But they came back and it was a big deal. So it was so embarrassing because now we have the director, the AD. We have everyone there figuring out how to make my hair look like it did in the audition without just clipping in the clippers. So that was embarrassing because I'm like, oh, maybe I should have just came with it in or I don't know. But I think it kind of booked me the role having that hair. So I don't regret it. They worked with it, they did what they had to do with my natural hair, and it came out great. So, I think that would be the most embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just laughed at it. I said, yeah, but I read it wrong. I said, embracing. I said, embarrassing. Like, yeah, embarrassing or embracing? <laughs> What's funny is I'm like, it's right. It's right. Here. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? So, that was funny. Yeah. Okay. Eesh. And so, let's talk about Hollywood South. Like, okay. you know, I'm like, what do you think about it? Like, do you think that, you know, Oh, but I mean, do you think they're gonna have more like movies coming back to like you know Louisiana and just and just like Mississippi through this area? I have heard through the grapevine that there are like over thirty films planning to come here <laughs> to okay. film. I don't know if it's the tax brackets or what it is, but Nola's about to pop off, and the fact that I filmed the Disney episodic here in New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans East, by the way, says a lot. It says a lot because now these studios are getting up and running. People are utilizing the swamp areas and the marshlands for their films. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's bringing a whole lot more jobs for people here. It's, um, it was definitely needed. Yeah, on the crew, the extras, the actors, we're not just getting those one-worders, one-liners anymore, you know. They're like, oh, okay, I feel like they're starting to notice the talent that New Orleans cultivates. You can't find this talent anywhere else in the world if you ask me because everyone's from new orleans is very original we can't help it man <laughs> we can't help ourselves we were born this way i guess so so like being a kid did you ever think that you were actually going to be one i'm an actor <laughs> no <laughs> uh my thing was always performing whether i'm lip singing a song or doing a dance for a talent show i danced in church like i did liturgical prayer dancing i did ballet tap and jazz i was always involved in something so I knew I wanted to perform, but I didn't realize it would be film acting. So when I got into theater, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be Broadway star. And then I fell in love with film and the camera. So I studied that at the University of New Orleans and just kept with it. But I never thought I'd be a, a TV actress. 
Like it was always cool, like I wanna be on Disney one day, sure, but was I like, I wanna be an actress or I wanna figure out how? No, it just kinda, I feel like it was meant to happen for me and I just fell into it naturally. Okay. Like far as acting goes, who did you um, admire or, or, or like study from, you know, and like learned? Uh, growing up, I didn't really have that one person I looked up to. It was just kind of like, I, and even now, I have stars that I latch on to and I'm like, I really like this. Uh, you know, I like what this person is doing with this. I like their, the way they approach this role. So it's not really a big name that I've always looked up to. But, but you learn from multiple people. Right. And even now, it's like I'll put on a Netflix series, not know the name of some of the actors, but fall in love. Like, I need to know this person. And then I go into my research. So how did they get started? Where did they go to school? What was their first break? What did they start on that I can see when maybe they had one-liners? And just seeing their growth. And, you know, of course, they have people I want to work with in the future. But no no real idols. I just learn from everybody I meet. I'm sure I'll learn something from you today. So <laughs> <laughs> You learned a new name. In right. Molazine. Right. No <laughs> TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what's your advice? and younger actors that's trying to get in the industry? Uh, my advice would be just to keep knocking on that door and eventually it will open. And I feel like that applies not only to acting, but anything you want to accomplish, you need to keep knocking. You need to stay resilient, stay persistent. Because eventually, I mean, I don't know how you are with law of attraction and everything, but I believe in it. And the more you work towards something and you're focused on something, it'll happen for you. So that's my advice. Like, just don't quit. And all those auditions where you're not hearing anything back, let it roll off your shoulder. <laughs> like, do the audition. I tell all my clients that because I actually do career counseling where I teach young people how to become actors. Okay. And I always say, like, you got to forget about it. Do the audition. Submit it. Forget about it. Yes, you spent four days studying a role and trying to become this person and immersed in this world for this audition. But as soon as you hit submit, let it go. Otherwise, it will drive you nuts. And you'll start thinking what I did wrong and, you know, what do they really want? And why was I not good enough? So you just got to, you know, work on your mental as if it's a muscle. And stay strong, stay positive, stay resilient. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, gotta, I have a good question for you. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about the industry and what do you hate most about the industry? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, let's see, what do I enjoy most? I love, I love the sense of purpose I, I get from it. You know, we should all have a purpose outside of what we do, but acting just makes me, it gives me a sense of validation that I don't find a lot of places. And it gives me the opportunity to just create and be free. So. Yes, I'm Trina LaFarge, but is she present during any of the scenes? No, I'm not thinking my thoughts. I'm not thinking what I should be doing. I'm only thinking about the character's thoughts. And in a way, it's so freeing because it's brand new. It's this new world that you weren't in a few minutes ago. And now I get to, even for auditions, I'm just imagining where I am, but I'm just in my living room taping an audition. So it's, it's like a freeing feeling. And even if you're just like, even if you're saving the world in an audition in a stressful scene, it's still not your typical scene. It's still not your own thoughts that you deal with on a daily basis. So, love that it's freeing. Uh, and yeah, I do get, feel a lot of purpose and validation in doing it. So, I feel like I'm really aligned with where I should be and what I should be doing. And what I hate about the industry, 
I hate how shallow it is and I hate that no matter how hard you work, how good you look for a role, how perfect you did on an audition, you may not hear back because that person's friend's daughter got the hookup. Or this is my niece and I want her to come in. But you just auditioned hundreds of people who worked hard, took off of work, did whatever they can to get this audition into you perfectly. And it didn't matter because you know you guys pulled strings for someone else. That's frustrating. And yes, it's a who you know business, but as far as casting, I feel like it should be strictly done on a talent and how much a person fits the role. Not who you know, not for that. That drives I think, me. I think in every industry is 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 like politics. Yeah. It's like it's always who you know. But some of the people favorite. that they know aren't even it, like <laughs> okay. Dare I say good? They aren't. Some of them aren't even experienced, and they have to coach them even more. So it's like you could just hire me. I've been doing this for a while. I could kill it. <laughs> I promise. But I get it. I mean, hey, it's the politics of the industry. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that part sucks. <laughs> um, so tell us what I mean, separates you from other actors. What separates me? Yes. I think that, uh, man, that's a tough question, but I honestly think it's just I don't have any sense of competition with other actors, especially in New Orleans. We're already a Not crabs competition, like, you know, of. why I choose you for the, for the for that big role? Like, you know, it, well, it what separates you? Like, it, what makes you unique? I think that also makes me unique though because the sense of going into a room and not feeling like I have competition when I'm in a waiting room looking at other <laughs> actors um, it's like it's a reminder that no one has what I have no one has my essence my my experiences my spirit and there's nothing that is not meant for me that I'll get I know whatever is meant for me I'm gonna book so because there's no sense of competition, I'm even stronger in my own essence and more confident in myself. And it's easy for me to be me. So, so many times we go into an audition and we're like, we're this version of what we think you want, right? When I'm just like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's been a long day. I'm so tired, but no, let's do this. I'm ready to work. Nice to meet you. Thank you for your time. I think I just try to be as organic and genuine as possible. And I feel like that helps me a lot with booking roles. <laughs> I really do because they care about who you are outside of the role too you know how easy would you be to work with or talk to so i think that that might be it <laughs> might be it <laughs> okay so so like where do you see your career going i'm like three years from now taking off <laughs> taking off uh it's weird i was talking to jt about this earlier it's like shout out jt shout out jt the publicist um <laughs> I was just talking about how for so long I've been doing this. Yes, 11, 12 years in the industry. But I just feel like I'm getting to where people kind of recognize my name. You know, oh, Trina, I think I heard of Trina LaFar. And I feel like within the next few months even, it'll get to the point where my my name holds weight. It would sound like a t-shirt. What? What's the saying? Trina LaFar. Trina LaFar. <laughs> I was her, what did I say my quote was going to be? Um, slap on a smile. Like, get it done. You know, you just got to show up sometimes and have that confidence in yourself. Show up and show up. That's right. Otherwise, you miss an opportunity. Okay. So, you know, earlier you were telling me that you have like a social media mm -hmm. expert, you know, on your team now. Oh, yes. Um, Lester Rockwell, he's the bomb. Shout out, Les. 
Uh, he's been helping me with managing my social media. It's been very overwhelming doing auditions, interviews, you know, doing working on films, and then, oh yeah, I forgot to post. And you gotta stay relevant. Right. And then he, that's what he was saying. You got to keep posting. You got to stay on people's minds. And I'm like, I understand that. But it's really hard for me to do that and keep up with stuff. So like I said, the industry is really shallow. They care about how many followers you have on Instagram. They go look at that yeah. stuff. So he's like, this is important. And because, and because you have to promote, and you have to promote that movie too. And yourself. You're yeah. a business. I am my own business. You are a walking brand. I have to promote Trina LaFarge. As if I'm not Trina LaFarge. Trina LaFarge. <laughs> so, uh, he's helping me get that together because I was like, it, I, it's hard to keep it up. Was, it's going to be on um, like the Trina LaFarge. The. The. <laughs> the. You know, you have to do that the before. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully Tips for Tree takes off with my career counseling and helping okay. people just lending out a hand so that you know what to do so that your resume and headshot aren't amateur. You know, you, you presenting yourself with materials that are professional and exactly what casting directors are looking for. And I'm helping people learn how to get agents, how to be your own agent until you get one. Some really good key knowledge I'm putting out there. So if you're looking to get into acting or you know someone who is, holla at me. Holla at her. And she still plays a child. Still play kids, <laughs> but I am a grown-ass woman. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> right, so tell us, I'm like, what's next for you? Uh, I just worked on a huge feature film. I just, I can't tell you the name of it, but I did just work with someone who's Almost got known in the industry. I know, right? <laughs> Almost. So the director, his name is Elton E. Williams. He was actually a major player of the cast on If Loving You Is Wrong. It's one of Tyler Perry's series that was out. I think they went for a good six years. He was leading role on there. So it was really cool to work with someone I've looked up to on television who's worked with Tyler Perry and has a connection with Tyler Perry, because, gosh, oh, I can't wait to work with Tyler Perry. I know that's in the works. God is working Coming on soon, it. Man. He working on it for me, I'm telling you. Are you going to make it to Atlanta? Yeah. Are you going to jump off that exit? Let me tell you something. We're going <laughs> to put it on the interview. I envisioned him calling me. I envisioned the whole conversation. And I was just like, to what do I owe the honor, Mr. Perry? Got to speak it to existence. Yeah, and he was like, Elton e. Williams told me a lot about you. I've seen the film you just worked on. I think you're incredible. Come on, let's see what you got. I got a role for you. So I'm waiting for that moment. So I know this feature film I just did will help with that. And I know he'll see it. So I'm like, please. I have some other things in the works for the next few months, but I can't mention what they are just yet. So you just gotta see, you gotta stay tuned. Stay tuned, wait and see. Okay, and last but not least, tell everybody where can they find you on your lovely social media. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, it's still under construction, people, but work with me. You can find me at Trina Lafarge. That's at T-R-I-N-A. Lafarge is spelled L-A-F-A-R-G-U-E. Uh, my career counseling page is merged with my acting page, so just contact me on there. I have a link you can click on if you want to go through email and book me for that. Otherwise, yeah, just check me out. All right, we done. Thank you. Make them scream N O L A Z I N E. Make them S C R E A M scream. Nola Zine, make them scream. You heard me.